Pittsburgh Steeler fans, welcome to this week's episode of Steelers Dutch Down Under. I'm Matty Peveril with Marky D. Marky Davison, as always, we forgot the intro music, so bad. That's all right, I got a for this. But welcome to the Steel Curtain Network, SCN, your favorite place for Steelers news. Your home of Steelers news. There you go. I like it. I like mm. it. Maybe that'll. You be can paint me that bad if you want to use that forever. Now you've got that in your in your uh, you know video files for. Um, I don't know if you want to pay me or not. It's up to you. <laughs> well, we we got going. We saw J Devil live in the chat, so we're like we're a little yeah. bit late. Wait for J Devil. What J Devil's a guy? He's like, all right, guys, and three, two, one, and J Devil. That's when it goes. Okay, that's it. That's it. And hopefully my internet stays stable. It's, I've just noticed it got like knocked out a little bit. Um, but really excited uh, this week's show. It's kind of a bit of a weird time to be a Steeler fan right mm-hmm. now. So we're going to talk um, a little bit like around that because it's a really, I don't know. I just found this week really difficult because usually like I'm listening to all the different NFL news that I need and I'm starting to get the draft in. And for those listening to War Room, you know, that's like been a bit of my focus now. And when, it's kind of weird. We're going to finish Super Bowl and everything's going to be about free agency you saw a little bit of that with like Derek Carr moving, not that that affects the Steelers. So there's been the trade with Sean Payton to the Broncos. Like there's just some weird, some weird times in NFL fan. Like it's funny, like they asked Nick Bosa after they got now knocked out, would you like he, uh, his thoughts about the Super Bowl and, and the teams in it? And he's like, I don't know. I don't care. I'm not going to be watching it. Christian McCaffrey was like, I hope both teams lose. <laughs> like I kind of feel like if you're at the Super Bowl, no one actually cares. Like once your team gets out, like, and, and I know we're all, like, it's so funny because we're all hyped for like, from like, even from yeah. this point on as Steel fans, we're like, yes, 2023, but you don't care about 2022. But for two fan bases, like, it's still another how's game that, to go. How's that it's really form, weird. That form from Nick Bosa, like that, you know, he's an NFL employee and he's like, nah, stuff that. I'm not going to watch that. There's no point. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, he like, he's just like, nah, you know what? It's, it's, it's the brand I work for. I can't be bothered. And he's the guy like trying to sell the brand to to everyone, you know. That's amazing. I think, I think they they're gonna have to think about the NFL and the TV networks gonna have to think really hard about this because I think they're gonna have to pull the season slightly earlier and bring it back a little bit. Or it feels longer, have, doesn't it? You're gonna have to have the senior bowl after, and you can't. The senior bowl is already really late after the college season. You can't start this draft process before the Super Bowl is played. It, it's too it's too messy. Like yeah. everyone, like as I said, like most people have just switched, like just switched off. Like it's who cares kind of thing. And Does yeah, feel, most people feels longer got to me. It's only on Sunday in the US. Super Bowl is always a big thing here in Australia. A lot of people take the day off work to go watch it. You know, I'm not saying like half of Australia, but you know, there's a decent amount of sports fans that go and do it. Um, but yeah, I, it's just a really weird time. I don't know. If, I don't know if you felt the same. I don't know. No, I do. I, I feel the same way. Point. To me, it feels like it's too long. It normally you normally have Super Bowl yeah. this time. It's like what the fourteenth or thirteenth. So I think I don't know. Get rid of the Pro Bowl and just make it one week after. Why do we need two weeks of you know Super Bowl hype? It it, it, does, it does to me. It does. I don't really care that much to be honest. Like. Well, I mean, they do. There's that narrative around like learning players sort of recharge a little bit so that you've got your best players uh, in the what, big dance. But, I, but see, I, I hate that though because I, I'm like, well, hang on. There's teams that have played 17 games, not three games, they've played 20 games. Like, you know, 
I don't know. The, the Pro Bowl to me was a bit of a weak, weak source. It was just like kind of average. But you know, what's he got? Pretty much like fourteen days, right? To for you know two week break from the Super Bowl this year. I don't know. Just maybe, maybe because we have no connection this year. I, I don't know. Uh, not being not being over in the states. Like I've been to Super Bowl fifty one and fifty. It was a good fun time. Um, but there was no real connection. Maybe because we're not hating the Bengals this year too. It's like it's Eagles and Chiefs. No one really cares. Well, I, I guess. My question to you, and I'd be interested to know what the live chat's thinking as well. Are there people that are supporting, uh, you know, the Chiefs because they're the AFC team or because they've got Juju or are there people supporting the Eagles because they're in the same state? They're not from the AFC. They've got Javon Hargrave. Like, I, I don't know what your reason is, whether you like someone on the, the Eagles, or you like the way they play football, whatever it is. I, I kind of feel like this is quite a, what, like a bit of a neutral Super Bowl, but it depends on each fan about what yeah. they like, what they don't like, like what's what's that driver around like one of the teams. Like I don't really want to see the Chiefs win with like Andy Reid. I kind of want to see the Eagles win, but then it's more because I like some of the players on the team. I don't really want the yeah. Eagles to have another Super Bowl. Like it, it's just a bit of a weird... I, I think it's Eagles, a weird time, man. That's what the title of the show is. It's a weird time. Yeah, it, it is a weird time. I think the Eagles, to me, have the best team. I think overall they have the best team. I think they deserve to win it if they do play some good football. Uh, I'm not too worried about being an Australian fan. I'm not too worried about that Philadelphia, you know, in-state yeah. rivalry. Um, also, they've really disconnected from us anyway. We don't really verse them that much in the NFL, like once every four years or whatnot, uh, because the NFC um, – you know, we've never versed them in a Super Bowl, nothing like that. It doesn't seem to, to be much of a rivalry there as as, as the, the Chiefs, I'd say. The Chiefs are now in yeah, our correct. way. Do we yeah, want to see my homies go and get another one and be the new Tom Brady that's always winning them? Yeah. Uh, he's been there a long time. So I feel like the Eagles could do that. But then I also, sit there, I also sit there, I'm like, if Juju wins one, then he can come back to Pittsburgh, man, next year. Man. <laughs> or this year, man. <laughs> If I was talking with another bloke, I, I do uh, did a podcast with. Uh, he's called the Arsenal DB on YouTube, and we talked yeah, about it. If, my, to listen to if that um, if it's, it was a pretty fun one. If um, Juju wins the Super Bowl, he's not going to shut up. Like, let's be honest, man. He's he's going to be doing TikToks, Rick Rocks all year. Like, and it's just yeah, man. If he performs on the field, I had him in fantasy. He he helped me a lot. Nah, I, I, if I'm going to choose the Steelers, I would rather choose Javon Hargrave to win it because I think they are the better team than Juju. Let's put it that way. I'm not yeah. saying Juju's the bad player. I'm just saying all he's going to do is... Yeah, I mean, I think how... I'm in the Eagles boat. I'm in the Eagles boat as well, to be honest. Yeah, he's going to talk about how good the Chiefs are better than the Steelers, that kind of stuff, the comparison. Whereas you haven't really heard too much of uh, Javon Hargrave. I don't think so. Uh, you know, slagging out the Steelers that much. He just went and did his, did his thing with the Eagles. So uh, I, th I think I'd rather see that happen. Actually, I, I do believe the Eagles will win this game. Like, I think they got a better side, but you got my home. I think mean, it'll come there. down to. I said this to my physio yesterday. I like, um, I'm the for me, I think this game comes down to can Hurts not make mistakes? If he doesn't make mistakes and he and and they don't let the Chiefs score early and he doesn't have to go chase the score, but they've got the defense in the run game to win this game. They got a great running game, they got a great yeah. defense, they got a great O line, they got a great team overall, right? So I think they, if they have the, if they can control the game, and I know it's Super Bowl, but it's going to come down to Mahomes doing his magic, and he comes back in the fourth quarter to win, you know, by a field goal, or by a touchdown. That's where it's going to happen. But the Eagles can, I think, I think the Eagles overall could be more physical too in this game as well, you know. Yeah, but but uh, you are very right. It, it, it's a weird. It doesn't seem like a weird time because it's like it's for us. It's what the thirteenth of February. It seems like it's too far in. Most of the balls happen around the second or the third. 
or maybe the six or the eight, something like that, right? This seems like it's like two weeks in, which we should be, should be I, already I just find over. It, yeah, it's less about the date just for me personally. It's just the, this draft process has started. We've already had the East West Shrine Bowl. We've already had the Senior Bowl. Like we, we, we're having things that about the draft. We're having free agency moves. It's just to me that that that's what I think really gets me. It's less about the the date. It's more about because like you know depending on where dates fall and weekends and stuff like that. And yeah, you know, true too. It could be like early. The could be the second. It could be the eighth. Whatever. But like it, let's say it's the rest of everything going on in the peripheral, and you're like. It's just an it's an odd time, but I did want to clear up. So in the live chat, there's discussion about Steel Curtain Network, all the rest of it. Um, obviously, BTSC. For those that might not be up to the news, or you might have missed some shows in the last few weeks, whatever it is. So behind the Steel Curtain, Vox is owned by SB Nation. Um, SB Nation is owned by Vox Media. Vox Media cut a bunch of podcasts, including like 95% of their sports podcasts that included Behind the Steel Curtain. BehindTheSteelCurtain.com stays so all your articles stay there um so dave jeff bad um have now created the steel curtain network and that will continue and that will be what it's called from here on in um and so when the btsc formalization of the podcast ends in february everything will just continue from march onwards um under this name with with most of all your hosts the difference is for this show and for my steel's war room that happens on a wednesday we're actually going to be having our own YouTube channel um, called Steelers Touchdown Under. It does exist. Mark and I have to record the, just record one video so you guys can subscribe to that. But that should be out in the next 24 hours. And then the other thing as well, um, as I say, so you get also War Room content, which is my Wednesday show, which is all about like front office related things like free agency and draft and players and roster building and stats and rookie reports and all the rest of that. So that I'm really excited to be able to bring that to a visual channel. Um, and one thing that we also have, we've got to give a shout out to Dave, Dave yeah, the truckie, Dave. who emailed us and said, can you please make sure all content stays on audio? So once that channel is launched, we will have a, we'll be definitely putting that on Spotify and Apple iTunes at least. Um, we'll, we'll syndicate the audio content there because there is some audio listeners that when we started out on audio before we're a YouTube show for yep, about a year, we true. did audio only. So we know there's the audio community out there. You will continue to get that. We'll give you some more information about that next week because we've just got to set up those channels. We sort of did the call to action to find out if there was going to be audio there and that's what we're going to do. So, um, but as, as we've said, because if you missed last week's show, Everything's hunky-dory with us and everyone behind the steel curtain. Um, guys like Jeffrey Benedict, who's in the live chat, you know, we're going to hopefully be able to still see a lot of each no, other. Didn't didn't you hear the rumor that uh, 93.7, the makeup, the makeup radio station made, uh, said about us that I punched Jeffrey in the face? Didn't you hear that? I didn't hear that, no. Ugh, apparently, they're, they're talking about that with, with Deontay Johnson. Did you hear that really? rumor? I did yeah. not hear that rumor. I don't See, know what is that, DK from DK Pittsburgh Sports rang me up, and he and he oh, told me that Jeffrey that? punched Shannon, and then Shannon punched uh, you. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. yeah. I gave I gave Shannon the old Stoke called stunner, but then he reversed into a suplex. That was a big rumor too. <laughs> I'm actually really sick of these rumors, man. I don't know which that the, the the radio station in Pittsburgh, ninety three point seven, the fan or whatever fan, it's called. Yeah, I know it's got they are the worst. I think the guy came out of that one, Greg, someone who's a nobody. It says Deontay punched uh, Trubisky. I don't, I don't believe that at all. Like at all. Like I, I don't, I don't see anything, any, any, any facts to that. Do you know what? I, what, what are the like? This is, this is the thing. The grain of salt you got to look at it with. 
Is it more like <laughs> some of the live chat? Brian Brown is am I the only one that sounds like Patrick Mahomes sounds like Kermit the Frog? Oh my god, that's great. Um, what I was gonna say is you gotta take the grain of salt, like it's like the Chris Boswell thing insulting Matt Canada, which was it wasn't really like it was a deserved insult. Like uh, you kind of think Boswell is more likely to have punched Canada than DJ is to have punched Trubitsky. That was that was kind of factual because you could you could hear Boswell say that. That's what I'm saying. You, know, you can't hear, yeah, you can't hear or see what this happened. Uh, I don't know. I just don't understand how where, where it comes from. Where is it? Is it? Is it? If Johnson Johnson denies report that he punched Trubisky, right? So uh, I don't. I'm trying to find where it was from exactly. I think it was from that radio station. But like, the amount, the amount of times I see clickbait articles from that station is just incredible. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> Jeffrey says I beat up three kangaroos and ate a shark last week. I don't mess with Shannon though. That's fair enough. That that's that's so you beat up three kangaroos and you ate a shark, but then Shannon's yeah, he's, he's top notch, yeah, that's for sure. But but you Jeffrey's know. talking those small gray roos. He's not talking about the the big red roos because oh. those red red roos will kick your liver out. And and I'm not I'm not making a joke about that. Like it, that is actually true. They will kick your liver. It, out. it is. And, and shark, he <laughs> means like actual fish, like flathead. He saw he saw like a flathead swimming past. He's like, that will do me. That's a shark. Yeah, not not that great white that lurks around Little Rock in Sydney Harbour. But eats, you, you, get, you get what I'm saying with this stuff, though. Come on, man. I read this morning that he punched him. I, I just don't believe. I don't believe that rumor. Now, it, could there be some truth to it? Sure, but like, why did it come out all the way in, in, into the off season yeah. now? And how does how does that guy who reported? I'm going to find his name in a minute. How does he know? Like honestly, how does he know? How does he know the information? I, don't, I just don't. I just don't get it. Who was it? Uh, Greg Gino, Ginodi, uh, CBS Sports Analyst. There you go. It wasn't it wasn't that um that radio station I talked about? But still, CBS Sports Analyst Greg Ginodi reported that Johnson punched Trubisky at halftime. How do you know that? <laughs> I scream at my TV during the Steelers game. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So one thing we do want to say is that. Uh, I also wanted to bring up this week is definitely load us up with some questions because like I feel like Mark and I get talking and like the last few weeks and we haven't had a chance for Q&A so if you got any questions please hit us up because it's a bit of a weird time um, but Mark I want to go back to some sort of stealer <clears throat> narratives these sorts of things um, how are you are there, are there like a couple of weeks on we've obviously got some free agents people are talking about Cam Sutton in a way that I feel like they've not talked about him before I think Akello with a spoon's gone. I think Levi Wallace probably will stay and be that two or that three. People like Pace Sutton. I don't know how much thought you might have given or not given into it. It kind of doesn't really matter. It's just good to get your take on it. How much do you think Sutton's worth a year? Like, um, like how much would you pay Sutton a year? Yeah. Uh, oh boy. Not being in like an NFL owner, it's kind of hard. So I'd probably say. <laughs> <laughs> Generally, uh, all of our lives are harder. We have the money than we would if we were NFL owners. I think all of our lives would be a little bit easier. Um, being a Madden owner, I'd probably say six million dollars a year. <laughs> Maybe six million dollars. Is that is that around the ballpark? Yeah, like actually, six million a year. It's kind of harder than you think, too. I've been knocked back those contracts numerous times. No, I'm sorry, guys. I'm going to wait till that's that's not a high enough offer. That's too many. That's yeah. too many years. Yeah. That's two, that's one year. I want more years. It's hard. I don't know how. I don't know how Khan does it. Really, yeah. It's really tough. And that's with real people. So I'm I'm do, I'm using AI. Uh, but I'd probably say yeah, six million dollars. Is that is that something around the ballpark that you were trying to think? 
Yeah, I think I don't know. I think it's each to their own, really. Like in terms of what it's going to be. Um, but I, I yeah, I, I'm. I'd be happy with. I'd be happy with six. Um, Levi Wallace. That's, is that's too high. That, that sounds too high. Maybe it sounds too high. Six million. Maybe maybe year. it's five, four and a half, or the one and a half to bonus. Yeah. It depends how many years they sign him for as well. Really, I think. Um, that that's that's the other thing. So, but I, it's just sort of interesting because I've heard people say, "Yeah, sign Cam Sutton," but then the thing is, we paid like Terrell Edmonds like two and a half this year, or thereabouts. He was two point three four. Mm. How much are you paying Terrell Edmonds now to to stay as well? well? Are you paying Are you paying Cam Sutton more? Or are you paying Terrell Edmonds more? That's another. I question. feel like that if they don't pay Edmonds, he might find another team because he's he's he's, he's I think he's worked himself yeah. into a pretty good spot, pretty good yeah. spot in the in, in the NFL now. Um, he's a pretty good safety, right? He's a physical guy and he's a, he's, he's probably earned his money or earned his bag as they say. So does, does he get a higher offer around that $7 million a year or that the 27, uh, Tate boys says here three years, $27 million for, for Sutton. So do you see someone like that getting that to, uh, to Edmonds? Well, this is the thing. Cause like, um, Right now, I heard a rumor on. I mean, you hear lots of rumors. Another a rumor, rumor, a rumor on Instagram that the Steelers are interested in Marcus Peters. Well, Marcus Peters is currently on fourteen million a year. I don't know whether he justifies that. Bradbury from the Eagles, like he, he's probably going to be re-signed, but he's seven point two five current average per year. Jonathan Jones from the Patriots is an average of seven. Anthony Brown is on an average of five point one from the Cowboys. Emmanuel Mosley is on an average of four point six nine two, and Cam Sutton's there. Um, on an average right now, four and a half. So like, yeah, six is probably pretty average per year is probably pretty decent for him. However, the only person younger in those top five most paid cornerback free agents um, based on average pay per year right now, Cameron Sutton's 28, Mosley's 27, all the other guys are 30. So like how many years, how many top performance years are you going to get out of a Peters, Bradbury or a Jones? And you're probably going to need to make it worth it for the team to sign them on a three-year deal. So that that puts him at thirty three versus a three year deal for Cameron Sutton. He's only thirty one. Like he's just getting into that really nice mature, you know, age like where he can play. He's still got all the athletic talent, but he's got a veteran. He's seen a lot of football. He knows like you know how to play guys off the ball. He's got that vet savviness to him. So it's just kind of an interesting. It sort of occurred to me this week because everyone's like on this hype. If you have to re-sign Cam Sutton, and I'm all for it, one hundred percent. It's just at how much and is, it, is he more of a priority than a Terrell Edmonds? Which I think is interesting that like what you brought mm. up around like Terrell Edmonds just found his way into the mix. Well, he, he might though. If he can't, don't give Terrell Edmonds the right money. He might say, you know what? I'm going to go play for another team because money does speak values to these players. And then you, you can know? draft J.L. Skinner out of Boise State. Yeah. Sk- Skinner? Skinner! J.L. Skinner, <laughs> 218 pounds, six foot four. He's going to run like a 440, 442 in like the 40 yard. At the combine, that guy's gun man. Bring that. You guy mean in. you mean Armin Tanzarian? Is that what you mean? <laughs> uh, no, but be honest, like like it. So yeah, I think Terrell has played himself into a good spot in the NFL. So he won't say, "Oh, you know, I love the Steelers." It doesn't work that way anymore. Yeah. If they if he wants the money and the Steelers can't give it to him, he'll go somewhere else and and, and get a starting role and play for that team and you know build build around that. So um, they probably have some really interesting decisions to make. Do they keep, do they put money in Sutton? Do they put money in Terrell Edmonds? Well, particularly because Edmonds is the youngest top 10 safety free agent as well. Um, 
Jonathan yeah. Abrams, 27, he's out there. But, like, I mean, he's not – I don't think he's as good as Terrell Edmonds. So, Terrell Edmonds yeah. is the best safety under 20, 28 right now. You even you even think what happened last year, a lot of fans were saying he was a boss, he was this and that, right? But he played his cards really perfectly. He did the one-year deal, and now he's an opportunity to even get a bigger bigger chance, a bigger paycheck now because he played really good football last year. You know what I mean? And there were games where Terrell Edmonds was out injured and the, the team didn't play as well. Everything kind of everything was a bit shaky. Same time though, what do they do with Car Z? Do you do you need to have two safeties there, or do you, are they going to try and do that three safety set? Yeah, it's, it's, that's there, I mean. and that's why I want to see a JL Skinner. I think even if you sign Terrell Edmonds, then you bring in a guy like JL Skinner. But um, and those that do listen to Worm know I've already started talking about him. I'm only going to get more on a hype train about him. But there's some others with safeties in the draft too. Yeah, and Brian and Brown all, brings. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Go. I was going to say all these all these decisions around these three safeties, Kazi, because he's free agent, Sutton and Terrell, right? All these choices all affect the whole team too. How much money you put in this position? Correct. It, 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 if it all starts here, then where do you put money into the defensive tackle? Where do you put money into the O line? Do they then go the draft the O line? But all do you let Kazi go? Do you let Kazi go as well because Sutton complains roles in the safety at safety as well, and then so you bring in drafting young cornerbacks, and then you've got versus like yeah, yeah, yeah right. exactly. Do you do you bring in a cornerback who could play like uh, Kazi's role? You know. Uh, it, it does. It, it's it kind of sucks in, the, in how the NFL is now. When your team plays really well, the, the better your players <laughs> get, you lose them. Like when you work yeah. like we did with Mike Hill, had, had to make a choice. Uh, same with uh, John Hargrave playing really well, but we can't keep him. You know, it's very similar to what maybe might happen with Alex Highsmith. That he's playing really well. Can you keep him because he's going to know his value and then he's going to might go somewhere else and not get the paycheck, the lesser paycheck. Yeah, I mean, and, and this is the thing. It's like maybe. Over time, maybe the NFL transitions. I know there's like some leagues, professional sport, you have home homegrown <laughs> players and discount. I agree. Agree. But like, do, do, does the NFL eventually say, all right, in the first three rounds, you can have a fifth-year option, right? Like, you know, you can put a fifth-year option on one other player or something. I don't know. Like, who knows, or a special tag or whatever. Um, but yeah, I thought it was interesting. But anyway, Brian Brown brings up a question. Shouldn't the Steelers stay away from receiver this draft? The Steelers have a ton of good receivers on the roster already. Thoughts, Mark? Well, we do. We do. The Steelers do have a lot of receivers already. Pickens, Austin, Anthony Miller's going to get a second chance. Uh, you know, I think John T. Johnson stays, even though besides the rumors of him punching Trubisky is wrong. But I think he stays uh, there. I, I think- wouldn't be moving on just because he punched Trubisky anyway. Like, I'd, I'd move <laughs> okay. him on for other reasons. I mean, no. I don't be wrong. Like, I, I anyway, you, you go. You go and then I'll well, I'm just going to say, like, I, I think they have a pretty stacked room. But what the Steelers do is, you know, if there's a good play sitting there at 17, if it is if it is a receiver, uh, if it is Addison, if he does fall that way, then the Steelers might think about getting him. Like that's just that's just the honest truth. That's just what they normally do. And then if that does happen, then they'll they'll figure out the receiver room. They'll 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 get pretty much best player available. But the more I think about it, I don't think they will go that direction. I think they will go more into the, the to the cornerback, nose tackle, or they'll probably go into some depth at uh, at the O line. That, that's what I would probably see for those three top positions. I would probably say. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I think. Look, I'm open. I mean, and people know I'm a bit of a wheeler and dealer anyway. When it comes in, in like the virtual armchair GM role that I like, no, to play wheeler and dealer, eh? But but I like if you can get value for Deontay, I think the door's got to be open. And I think Omar Khan's door is a lot more open than potentially Colbert's was. That being said, Deontay does get himself into space. Deontay does do awesome things with the ball. And even though he didn't get a TD, Kenny Pickett and Deontay had a real connection and toward the sort of last four to six games of the season. If that connection hadn't have been there, I think 
that would raise a lot of questions. And then Addison comes into the mix. I just don't see them drafting Jordan Addison. And he didn't have that good a year in USC, yeah. right? As soon as he got away from the coach, who's now the like um, in the offensive team at the Texas, my Texas Warhorns, like oh, Addison hasn't had that good a year. I, I, Addison is not Jamar Chase. I'm, I'm really sick of hearing that comparison. But that's, that's all it is, though. The, the, the connection that started all from the last, probably last month or so, once we got eliminated, was Steelers need to go and get Addison for Kenny Pickett. That's been the connection the whole time because it worked with Jamar Chase and, and the Bengals, right? You know, but I, I don't overly think he, that. But I also think, like, you've got Freemuth. You started working Najee into the passing game as well. You've got Pickens. Like, and you're going to have Calvin Austin, who we don't really know what he what he is yet and what he isn't. And, and Why are you going to bring him in? And the yeah. only person that I, I am on with Meat Whip 21, 100%, I agree completely. Zay Flowers, incredible player. Like, I would bring – if we did lose Deontay and we traded Deontay for a top-notch <laughs> cornerback, I'd bring him in. Uh, I'm, I'm done. I can't bring up that comment from Steeler. Why? It's funny. It's going to derail the conversation. But it's funny. Oh, anyway, I, I do like the Zay Flowers. I'm on the Zay Flowers train. With, don't worry, in my top 20 players in this draft. That might be the four best words I've ever seen on Behind the Store Curtain on the on the new network. Am I allowed to say it? My dog just farted. Thank you, Steel Girl 808. I like that. You know what's funny about that too? That the dogs surprise themselves when they do that. Have you never noticed your, your dog doing no. that? Uh, you, know what I, you know what I find funny when a dog farts is when they drop like an SPD like a silent but deadly and like they just sort of walk away and it's it's the way it smells it's like a cartoon you can visually just see the greenness of it it's just hilarious it is a weird time for steel fences and it's a very weird time very weird time i think i think with that we're going to go to a break on steel <laughs> under we'll just be a couple of seconds and then we'll be back for part two uh. holy dooly Back in a few moments, guys, as Matty adjusts his chair. <laughs> oh. Are you got Matty coming back and I doing the show. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> now you're, you're muted. You're muted. Sorry. There we go. There we go. Right. Just had to uh, fix fix the setup, and we had to go to the break. So, you know. Anyway, we'll continue on Steelers touch down under. Uh, Jeffrey Bendix says, "How are you doing, Mark?" And 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 I say, Jeffrey Bendix, there's two people on this show. It's not a solo show. So uh, I think because you left us for a few moments, I'm not too sure that's going to make the audio, <laughs> audio spot for uh, our mate Dave driving. Uh, you know, <laughs> fix, fixing you back of the chair. But um, no, that was funny. That was funny. Uh, yeah, but you, if getting back to the topic at hand, it is a really weird time. I think, you know what, I think the more I do this stuff with podcasts and, you know, we're always searching for news, right? We're always searching for something to be happening in the Steeler Nation. And, and nothing really now is really happening. Of course, Flores mm-hmm. left to the Vikings, but I think that was always going to happen. Uh, there's yeah. a good chance he was going with all the interviews. But I don't really see anything really happening until about March. You know what I'm saying? The next, the next 20 days or so. So these rumors will come out about this kind of stuff. Or you'll see an appearance on uh, TJ Watt. 
He was on the Pat McAfee show talking that about how. That was great. Did you like? I love was, that it was story the, with the act, man. That was. So it was just good. good. He's, he's so confident about the team, and he, he he believes in Kenny. He believes in this stuff. So then then the media goes out and reports about TJ. What believes the Steelers can win the Super Bowl? Of course he believes that because he's part of the but team. If he didn't believe he, it, he wouldn't be on the team. He'd be asking yeah. for a trade. But I'm saying, like, all these interviews come out, and they, they write mini stories out of it, and they they dissect that story into bits and pieces, and say, you know, Cameron Haywood said this, so. We are in that funny time where there's no real news happening. It's just like like guys are doing the the, the rounds, and I, I like seeing that. I like seeing the team involved, like TJ Watt and Cameron Haywood, um, talking on different platforms on on, um, in, on the Omaha Network for for Cameron's show and stuff like that. I love all that stuff, man. It's 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 good to see an insight to the Steelers. But right now, we're not going to see much big news really with players signing until what March or so. So. You know, it, it's a funny, it's a funny time for the, I think the, the Steelers news front. Yeah, and this is this is it. Like, and it goes back to that weird time for Steel fans. Um, one of the other things that comes out a lot, you see it with things like Super Bowls, is then a team, a, whoever wins, or if even if a team does really really well and somehow loses, everyone else in the NFL tries to copy them. Right. Like mm-hmm. imagine remember what we saw after the Philly special. How many flea flickers did we see the following year? Yeah. Right? As like, I guess my question is, particularly because T and I, and I bring this up one because of that question. I would ask that question anyway. But TJ also talked about how a lot of teams he feels are going to look to replicate like what the the Jalen Hurts, the you know Philly way of doing things. He talked about how difficult it is when you go and it's not like yeah, you can, like a player like him can go and stop a Lamar Jackson or Jalen Hurts in the in the in the mesh, but like you. At the same time, these little flick passes, these RPOs are a real problem. And, and to me, I'm kind of excited because RPOs with Kenny Pickett and Pat Freemuth and a Calvin Austin and a Cameron and a Connor Haywood. And, you know, I really, I'm really interested in what that can do, even this, an RPO slant to Deontay Johnson. Um, but at the same time, you know, once that Super Bowl team has won a Super Bowl, it's all there on tape. You know, you, you've got a whole year to sort of assess how to stop that type of thing. So, I, you know, you've also, and I, and I, the one other context to the question I'll give you too is like the Chiefs use Travis Kelsey in a way that, you know, Pat, I think Pat's a bit of a different player, but we'd love to see Pat used by, mm-hmm. you know, be, be a number, you know, be a top two target for the Steelers in the same way. So I guess what are some of the things that you think Steel fans should be taking out of this or that you think the franchise needs to take out of this game? Or is it just like let 22 be 2022? Run your own Pretty, race yeah. in 2023. Pretty much, man. Go and build go and build your own team. Sure, you can grab things from the Eagles, you know, make sure you get a good O-line, build that consistency. You know, I, I think they're doing that. I think they're doing that last year um, with the offensive line staying together for, for like 99% of the snaps, pretty much. Yeah. The whole O-line stayed together, for, healthy for the first time in who, 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 you know, who knows when, right? All five plays were together. Um, they were like the that, only team in week 17 that had played every yeah. game together. That, and that's yeah. amazing. Like that is honestly amazing to, to mm-hmm. happen where some teams you see the stats at the end of week 15, 16, they'll say, oh, you know, you'll see um, uh, Troy Aikman bring up like, and did you know that this this is the, the 15th combination? Like we don't care, Troy, all right, mate? We don't we don't give two razus, mate, you know, but that, <laughs> but it happens. <laughs> it's really hard to, like I'm going to swear. Them, gonna, gonna I know, I was going to say like two S's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shame, two yeah. two blues, clues, razus, right? But uh, like, there was pretty good seeing them. The five players do that, and and I've seen people say that that Chooks might be cut. But I'm like, if they're playing well and they improve, then why not start with those five? They're not cutting Chooks. 
That's what I've seen. Where did you see that? They're not cutting shoots. If he's your oh. backup tackle, he's a really good. If he's your num, if he's your depth piece of tackle, they're not cutting shoots. Oh, mate, you, haven't you, you heard one? Why one would you biggest... only going to save six mil? Like, <laughs> why? You don't need to cut shoots. That's I think daft. Uh, that is daft. absolutely dumb. Why did you hear that? Oh, uh, one of my favorite. One of my favorites, mate, the, the Pits, uh, what is it? The um, Chat Sports, the old Pittsburgh Chat Sports. They're terrible, by the way. That's my view, not 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 SCN's uh, view. It's my view, Mark from Steel Nation Australia. That's my view. But I just they, they said they it's want like to the cut. Dumbest um, thing I've ever heard. Yeah, well, you, you go in there, you, you, walk, you walk out pretty dumb too. Anyways, so, yeah, I, I think, like, if you go into next year... Like, you trade him. He's a starting right tackle. I'm sorry. I've lit a I'm not even a Chooks fan. When, I, when they did the deal, I was cranky about it. Like, I it was better when the details came out about it. Mate, it's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. That's what I saw in today's show. No, actually, there's one thing dumber when I heard Marcus Allen was on the roster for 2022. Yeah, they want to... In this in this video that I watched, they want to cut Chooks. And I was like, "You're joking! You don't you don't cut the guy that's been there what three or four or five years now that's been playing pretty well as as a, as a stable tenant right they got, tackle." They got called in uh, like with little notice to basically block Aaron Donald and like kept him quiet yeah. a whole must win game. For he season. does. He he, he 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 certainly steps up. He's, he's quite like the quiet achiever, right? He steps up in those moments where the, the the big players on the other side can you know you never see too many penalties in his side either. Like he does he does does the right job, but I think. The left side. Was a PF, bit... I'm gonna look it up right now. I think even PFF love him. Yeah, you know what's funny too? You never hear too many interviews around Chooks and stuff like that. Like he's not really the media piece the Steelers the Steelers use. I think the Mason Cole had an interview today. But I kind of like the situation we're in. If it is a weird time, like going into next year with those. He'll only allow three sacks in the NFL this yeah, year. Well, mate, some people want to cut him. I'm telling you, I mean, his blocking <laughs> grades were awful on on PFF, but I mean, I, I really. How, like, hang on. How do you pay? How do you how do you have the fourth most snaps in the NFL? <laughs> you only have four penalties and you allow three sacks on the year, and you have yeah. an overall blocking grade of sixty one point two. I don't know, mate. Yeah, it's just that um, that channel is uh, beyond the worst, and that's my opinion. Not not SC Networks, not the not the new network here. That's my opinion. So don't go chasing. Don't start a war between these two guys. I'll start my own war. I'll be like Rambo. You know what I mean? <laughs> He did allow a lot of pressures, though, to be fair. Actually, now I look at it. They have him allowing 41. Actually, he might have allowed more than three sacks because PFF doesn't count half sacks. But um, they have him allowing 41 pressures. That's actually, yeah, that's pretty decent. Um, hmm. Again, I just don't, they're not doing that. Um, <laughs> all right, I had a question for you, too. How are you feeling? And then I'd like to bring out the wheel or if there's live chat questions. But, oh, yeah. Um, uh, how are you feeling about the quarterback situation? Now, the reason I asked too is there was, I saw a stat the other day. People keep quoting different numbers. There was something like 38 or 40 different quarterbacks used this year in the NFL from teams. Some teams had three quarterbacks they used. Obviously, the Steelers, we had two. Um, and I'm not talking about, I'm talking about as in like quarterbacks that started games. Obviously, right now, you know, Trubisky is on the roster, but surely he's moving on. Um, or maybe he's not. I'm interested to hear what you think about that. Mason Rudolph, I don't I, he's not coming back. Um what do you what do you see the Steelers do here? And, and are they dipping in the draft for a quarterback? Because sure and surely they I think can't so. just get an undrafted guy. They're gonna have to use some sort of draft pick on a quarterback. 
I think so. I think Rudolph is gone. I think he'll he'll find his own way out there. I think he said, thank you, Steelers. I've done my time. There's no real relationship there. I think he's going to find another team. Now, if he doesn't, he might come back. But I think he said he's, he's, he'll find another team, backup or starter somewhere. Um, may, may more of us backup. Trubisky, on the other hand, I think he is in a similar situation. Now, can Trubisky bite the board and say, I will be number two? Right, if he's trying to be a starter and compete with Kenny, it's not going to work, man. It won't work. Kenny is our guy, he's our guy to improve every week. If he does play bad or terrible, you still play Kenny to, to improve every single week. Can Trubisky come back and say, you know what, I will be back up and I'm happy to be that role and teach Kenny the ropes, teach him how to throw three interceptions in a really important game that costs us the season? Can he do that? You know, I say that jokingly, but like, I don't know if the Steelers want him back like that because he does cost a lot of money. Do they cut ties to Trubisky, then they bring in someone else? I, I keep hearing the rumors that Josh Dobbs would have a, a clear chance to come back. He knows the team. He'll be cheaper. He'll know his role as, as, as quarterback number two. But also, he did like the limelight too, playing uh, as a starter, right? But they could also go into the draft and get and draft a guy too. But the key thing, the key thing from last year is, Kenny Pickett is our number one quarterback throughout the whole year. Going forward, until he plays really bad into 2024 or five, then we've got to address that. But as long as he's playing and getting better every week, he will be the quarterback. And 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 there's there's nothing else behind that. Last year we didn't know. We had we even had I, I saw the NFL honors yesterday and they honored uh, Dwayne Haskins, right? Dwayne Haskins was still with us at this time last year. Mm. And we thought that Dwayne Haskins would have had a chance to play quarterback, and he may have. Right, they went and got Trubisky, then they went into the draft, they got Chris Oladuke, and we had all these players, and we had the really sad um, uh, passing of Haskins, which is awful. Right, and and then everything changed, and then you went with you went with Mitchell Trubisky at the start, and there was no real quarterback competition. Mason Rudolph played well in preseason, never got a chance. There was the debacle of he went two to three really fast. They started Trubisky, he played terrible for four games. They put Kenny Pickett in, and here we are. So this year in the offseason, we know who our guy is. We know who Kenny Pickett is right now. He's the guy to build around, to build the offense, to get players and 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 see what happens. That's what I'm saying. I think I think the, 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 the direction is pretty good. You look at all the Browns teams, the Panthers, those kind of guys, Saints, they're always trying to find their next quarterback. The Steelers may have just found their next quarterback. Even if it's not a franchise guy, you may have found him for the next five years. And isn't that perfect? Isn't that back to back from Big Ben to Kenny in this whole scenario? It's like we had one year we went bad at nine and eight, and here we are with, with Kenny Pickett having being compared now to Joe Burrow, even though I don't really get that. Like I think Joe Burrow is a better quarterback, but still. I think we're in a good situation like, compared to last year. Yeah, and Sam Oliver brings up, and it's a fair point. If Mason leaves, you won't start another team, keep him and drop seventh rookie. I think it's less about if the Steelers want to keep him. I'd I'd be bringing him back. I don't think he wants to be there. And if you're Mason Rudolph, do you want to? I don't think so. And Joe Devil basically says the same thing. Um, so, like, I think that's kind of interesting. I pulled up on over the cap all the top quarterback free agents based on their annual or their average pay per year currently. Yeah. Take out Tom Brady, right? Because obviously he's retired. It's Baker Mayfield, Sam Darnold, Jimmy Garoppolo, Teddy Bridgewater, Daniel Jones, Mason Rudolph, Jacoby Brissett, Geno Smith, Joe Flacco, Case Keenum, Andy Dalton, Mike White, CJ Bethard, Kyle Allen, Taylor Heineke. Lamar Jackson, obviously, Lamar's, you know, we're not big bringing Lamar Jackson. Blaine Gabbert, Chad Henney, Chase Daniel, Nick Mullins, Drew Locke. 
right? And the rest, are, you know, whatever. Out of all those those players, I stick by what I said last week. I'm interested to know what you think, Mark. But like, Taylor Heineke is the one that I'm bringing. Yeah, I, I I would agree with that. I think he's a he's a fighter. I think he's a winner. He, he wants to go there and compete. Um, I would probably bring in Brissett if if I could. But it depends okay. what he wants to be. Does he want to be a backup? Because he, because and he could make the career living as a backup. You know, is that fine or does he want to be a starter? But I think Brissett would be so the guy. He's got a 34-24 interception to TD ratio. And let me pull up what Brissett's got. I know he played, more than he played pretty well with the Browns, to be honest. And he, he played yeah. well with the Patriots. And he can win games. And yes, he had a 4-7 and seven record with the Browns, but the Browns are the Browns. I think he could win some games with us if something happens to Kenny. I think he, he's a guy that can come in. Well, he's got a 47 to 23. He's got a 47 to 23. Um, win loss ratio? TD ratio. Oh, no, TD. to um, TD's to intercept. Yep. The Browns stuff. Uh, up, win man, loss. So much money. Uh, win loss over. I'll have to come. I'll have to produce on another platform. But um, yeah, it's kind of it's kind of interesting actually. Like when you look at it that way. Um, but it all depends what quarterback this. wants to come into a situation and and be number two because you won't be number one. There is there's no there is no there's no uh, chance you're going to be. Uh, a, there should be no quarterback competition. If I see that CBS guy, uh, Greg, uh, lies a lot. Uh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> if I see him write a, you know, is there a quarterback competition at quarterback number one, Kenny Pickett versus Jacoby Brissett, who's going to win? I would just is there any like, other players? Because I'm going to do a comparison tool and then we'll know. Any other players in that list that you liked? Uh, what was the one I... Case Keenan. I put Keenan into the tool. Chad, Chad Henney, was he in there? Let's <laughs> try to remember. Chase Daniel. Uh, what about Chase Sam Darnold? What about Sam Darnold? Is he is he done done? Uh, I don't know. I don't I don't like a player that sees ghosts. Man. I'll put him in the tool. Hey? Oh, you oh. put him in there. I, I see what's going on. Um, well, I've, I've got a, I've got the stat head comparison tool, which if you love stats, like it's like cost me eight bucks a month. Um, it's in Pro Football Reference, so I love that. Tool. What What about What about Baker? Would Baker Baker come over? Oh, I've just ran the tool, man. All right, hang on. No, I'll right. put Whatever. Baker in there. I'll put Baker in there. I'm trying to get them all so we can have a look at their win loss, win, win loss record. Um, I, I agree with this. I agree with this 100%. Mark Malone says we need to draft the guy at seventh round. Grab it. Uh, I agree, yeah. 100%. And, F- and I'd grab the sixth, F- the sixth F- or the F- seventh. F- anywhere between fifth and the seventh, you bring in a guy that's a super big, like more of a pocket passer that can like feed into this offense. And then the, these undrafted UFA, XFL, like it might be Cunningham, Malik Cunningham. You get a guy that can run, right? And you've got Ooh. two styles of quarterback. I'll tell you what's going to happen. Uh, the guys from you – you got, you've got Rod Woodson. You've got Heinz Ward, right? Vegas Vipers for Rod Woodson, whoever their quarterback is. And you've got Heinz Ward for the San Antonio Brahmas. There could be a chance. There could be ties that they might, you know, talk to Tomlin. Like, this is now open. The whole thing's open now. Because even Heinz Ward uh, did a video the other day on XFL, and he said he had, he had three goals. I can't remember the first two, but one of the goals was – Get twenty percent of his players to the NFL. He wants he wants his okay. players to get the NFL. What 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 is why can't the, the XFL guys play a good half season and then get a spot in the NFL as backup? So this is interesting, and I could share the screen, but I know it gets a bit funny because um, I've got like two screens going right now. But um, very interesting five that we picked. So we've got Jacoby Brissett, Sam Darnold, Taylor Heineke, Case Keenum, Baker Mayfield. Right now, these are the quarterback records. Oh, sorry, well, actually, the first thing I should say is. 
every four of the five, so basically Jacoby Brissett, Taylor Heineke, Case Keenum, and Baker Mayfield have all played in the playoffs at least once. No one's played in the playoffs more than twice, which is, you know, even for Baker Mayfield. Now, quarterback record. Jacoby Brissett has played 17 game in 17 games, but his quarterback record as a starter is 18 to 30. So 18 wins, 30 losses. Remember, he was on that Colts team, though, that like got destroyed. Sam Darnold is 21 and 34. So he doesn't have a winning record either. Taylor Heineke is 12, 12, and 1. So he's literally at a 500 record. Yeah. Case Keenum is 29 and 35. And he's played on some good teams, remember. Um, so he's got a, a losing record. And Baker Mayfield is 31 and 38. In terms of completion percentage, Taylor Heineke has the best completion percentage. Obviously, he's played the least amount of games, though, so you've got to factor in there. Then it's Case Keenan, Baker Mayfield, Jacob Bissett, Sam Darnold. Uh, Baker Mayfield's thrown for the most yards, which probably isn't a surprise. Sam Darnold is thrown for more yards than Jacoby Brissett. That kind of surprises me. Um, TDs, it's the same. So Baker, Case, Sam, Jacoby, Taylor. Interceptions, Sam, 92. Baker Mayfield, 89. Jacoby Brissett, 80. Taylor Heineke, Sorry, wait, that's the long, that's not the right one. Baker Mayfield, 64, Sam Darnold, 55, Case Kenan, 48, Taylor Heineke, 24, Jacoby Brissett, 23. So Jacoby, it's kind of interesting with him because he's only got the second most amount of touchdowns, but he has the least amount of interceptions, but he doesn't win your games. So is he just another Mitch Trubisky? And this is the thing, it's like, you, you do this some of this and you're like, well, do they just keep Trubisky? But it's they, like, they what could. are you going to get He's back for him? Are you going to get yeah. the draft picks that allow you to get like a second cornerback or a second D lineman and that, you know, quarterback late in the draft? Like this is this is the thing. Whoever's number number two quarterback needs to know their role. That, that's, all, that's all it is. It, you you mm. will not be competing for number one spot. It's all about giving Kenny, Kenny the reps and Kenny working with Pickett, Kenny working with the offense. And Kenny Pickett's taken over. That's what it is. That's what it's about. It's not about a quarterback controversy at all. So I got a yeah. question for Joel, uh, who from the Facebook side of things, you said, can we move up and draft a real quarterback, please? I'd like to know who a real quarterback in this draft is. Yeah, it's I, true. I'm just curious who you think is. I'm not, I don't, it's not an argument. I just, I just want to know because I don't think Bryce Young is going to be a successful quarterback in this league. I just don't, unless he gets into the right team with the right scheme, with the right things around him. Like I will Levis, maybe he's got the potential, CJ Stroud's the only one, and like his best college game was like the last college game he played in. Like, I am not sold on this this quarterback class at all. We we also haven't really given Kenny Pickett a chance. Like, this 100%. is the first first real off season now. Like, imagine if he comes out there and plays a fantastic game in in, in you know week one. Does as Matty goes away for a minute, but week one he goes out there and two TDs, you know, two hundred twenty yards or two two forty. You no know, runs the ball a lot, and we win the game. Then I then I think like. Then I think uh, you know Kenny. Kenny's the guy. So I don't really understand. Like drafting a real quarterback to me doesn't make too much sense. Like you, the Steelers have their guy. It doesn't matter if he's going to be if he's if he's going to he's going to be terrible uh, in two years' time. But he's the guy for the next three two or three years. Yeah, and like Jettles, people don't want a QB unless they go fifteen and one, like Ben. How many times is there a team that's going fifteen and one? What twice? <laughs> yeah, something like that. Like, I don't know. <laughs> like, it's just like I just yeah I I. What? If I don't think that yeah think of the Steelers okay some some fans think okay fans would be like you know what I want this to happen or they should do this 
What do the what the Steelers going to do? The Steelers will. I will put my house on it. The Steelers will not get a quarterback in the first round. There is no way. Why would they? Why would they get a quarterback? Well, that's in what the first I'm. Round? That's what I'm saying. So fans like that. We to that to Joel's point. Can we move up and draft a real quarterback? Now, are you saying you want to draft a quarterback for the for the second guy or the third guy? Possibly could be could be moving up from seven or whatever to get a, a quarterback there. But you're not going to get a quarterback to replace Kenny Pickett. It's just not going to happen. The the progression of last year saw Kenny Pickett play some really good football, really good football near the end, and he got better every single week. He threw all of his interceptions at the very start. He got nine. Now, can you imagine if this if this transitions to next year when he doesn't start throwing interceptions in, in week one, two, and three, and he starts throwing TDs, the offense opens up, the Canada playbook opens up, and he starts scoring points and getting TDs. Then, then his stat line is going to be a bit different. It's going to be like, you know, 14 to nine, nine interceptions. He's going to be winning games. Then they'll be saying, yeah, Kenny's our guy. Kenny's our guy now. You just got to believe. You just got to hope. So I've, got a fun, I've got a fun fact for you. How many times do you think the Steelers have had more than 12 wins? Since in the history. NFL. Like, yeah, in the, actually, no, in their history. Yeah. Uh, more than 12. I'm going to Now, say... remember, like, for a long time, there was a lot less than 12 games up until, like, was it 1970? Uh, was it a mental blank? I'm going to say out of the, what, 80 years, oh. let's go uh, 11 times. Am I right? No, it's 12. I just I oh. it's 12. I just wanted to make it. Yeah, 12. Oh, I was so close. And how many times it. do you think they've had more than 12 wins? Uh, wasn't, isn't that the same question? No, I said how many times 12 wins or more, but I'm saying like count 12. So 13, 14, 15 wins. How many times? Oh. Six. Four. Ooh. Now, in the 12, interestingly, in the, um, I mean, it kind of makes sense. In the times they've won the, like, more than 12 games or more, their four of their Super Bowls are in those years. But I'm just saying, like, if Kenny Pick, we got nine wins this year and Pickett didn't play all the games. If we've got 11 wins, we would have been top 20 for season records all time for Steelers. I, there was a time that Trubisky really, that Ravens game was the key. That was the key for at the point of the season to go into the playoffs was the key for that game. He, when he threw the game away, he went down the field and you, you can blame Canada, you can blame the offense, you can blame the players, but my blame goes to, to, to Trubisky because he really stuffed up. Three times going down the field, the 20-yard line, the 25-yard line, and the 30, I think the 39, all three interceptions, all drive killers, game was over. Like that, that was it. Like that was their game. So, so you're right. If we start with Kenny and this year, starting with Kenny in 2023, have a good chance to build around him and see what can happen, you know, but last year, the backup stuff with, with Trubisky, that game was, you know, they say, oh, the the players, you know, Cameron Hayward, those guys, oh, it wasn't on quarterback. The back of their mind, they go and it was on him. (laughs) It was, it was was three bad passes, like terrible passes. The one from the first down and whatever it was to, uh, 40-yard pass right to the safety, like right over. Kenny Pickett got better and better each week from his learning from mistakes. And you saw that when he was starting to, to change plays, to read different routes, uh, to, to to run when he needed to run. You know, he learned from that Miami game when he threw the ball away and, and stuffed up. He was getting better each week, man. The confidence was building. And I am I like a guy with a confidence with the mic too. He speaks the confidence. Not Trubisky where he looks, looks down and like, you know. Yeah, the body I, language doesn't sell it, man. No, it doesn't. How about this? In the last sort of 80 seasons, how many – I love this stat. How many seasons has a rusher with the last name Harris been the top rusher for the Pittsburgh Steelers? 
for the Steelers, I'd say uh, 16. No, is that Ooh, right? Close. 14. What was it? 14. 14. I was just trying to count because because Najee Harris got two, right? Got that. Like 14 and 80 is like, oh, it's 15 and 75 is a fifth. Like, let's, so let's call it like, it probably works out to be about a sixth. A sixth of all still season, someone with the last name Harris is the top rusher. Yeah, Pretty I'm just waiting for um uh, a, a player called Barossa. <laughs> a lot. <laughs> I'm waiting. I'm waiting for a player called uh, Brown to wear 84, so I don't have to like, you know, get rid of my jersey. I was going to you say, do mean? you want my Bush jersey? <laughs> no, no way. Oh mate. You could pair that with one of your other jerseys. You oh, well, could we do that? <laughs> All right, do that on this network. Oh, well, let's say the same with, the, with Dick, Dick of the Kicker. The old, the old, the old, the old Dick of the Kicker. You know, it's so funny. Dick of the Kicker came out for me the other day. I'm like, I'm in season 2025 right now on Madden, and um, Dick of the Kicker just won the kicking award. And I was like, there's Dick of the Kicker. Like, I love Dick of the Kicker. Because he was playing we... for the Philadelphia Eagles for a while. Where is he at now? Cameron Dicker. <laughs> Uh, I I don't know if I can say this or I probably can't. There's a really there's a field goalie kick to beat Texas Tech, and the commentary for that is just absolutely hilarious. The old, the old. Do you know, old... fun fact about Cameron Dicker is <laughs> <laughs> Cameron Dicker was born in Hong Kong. Imagine his, imagine his missus, Mrs. Dicker. Like, that's just incredible, isn't it? What would you be called that? You're filling out bank forms and you're like, she's like, they're like, are you, are you taking a, are you having a laugh at me? No, no, that's really my name. Yeah, that's right. He finished up with, he finished up with the um, charges. Sorry. Mr. and Mrs. Dicker. Mm. Anyway. All right. Let's, uh, any, any, anything from the wheel or we can close out the show? Yeah. Uh, let's do, let's do this. Um, what two teams. Okay. Would this, okay. Would this be a better matchup? I'll spin twice, right? Okay. All right. And will this be a better matchup than the Eagles versus Chiefs? Okay, uh, if, in, the, in the Super Bowl, and we'll spin right. twice. And, and if the two A, we'll try and get two AFC. And then we know. should do a spin where it's a, are these teams got a, got more of a chance of winning? Oh, you you wouldn't believe it. You wouldn't believe it. I got Pittsburgh Steelers. Like that's dead set. I got Pittsburgh Steelers for the AFC. We'll try and hopefully get an NFC NFC side. Would it be a better matchup or a better better game than watching the the Eagles versus Chiefs? And if it's Pittsburgh the Eagles, Steelers, it's going to be so good. Pittsburgh Steelers versus uh, can't do that. <laughs> it's AFC. Come on, come on, wheel. Ooh, ooh. Pittsburgh Steelers versus Arizona Cardinals. Got to be a better matchup than the Eagles versus the Chiefs. Only because it gives a chance for the Steelers to win the Super Bowl. I feel like that's a given. Yeah, I think this year we kind of like it's it's a like I said it's a weird time, right? Because the Steelers could have went far in the playoffs. You know, mate, one more game and they would have been like if they're in the playoffs. I, I, I don't know if I saw them playing the Super Bowl, but I, I'd be, I don't know. I wouldn't say I wouldn't be closed off to them having made the. If they finished seven and two, they had a chance to go. A bit, yeah, a bit to make the right. AFC Championship, man, right. it's possible. Uh, what, it's what's possible. your other question for the wheel? I was going to say, spin the wheel. Does yeah. this team that whoever it lands on have a better chance of making the Super Bowl next year than the Pittsburgh Steelers? Ah, uh, we have the Miami Dolphins. Oh, I don't know, dude. They're in a lot of trouble with their quarterback. If Tua stays as the quarterback, I, I, I don't see it, man. Okay, what player from this team would you would you get out of? Uh, yeah, you know, would you get from free agency from this team? What player? 
Yeah. Uh, and you've got to try and get trying to find a free agent. Ooh, we have Denver Denver Broncos. What player from the Denver Broncos would you want to see on the still the Steelers? Do they have sure. to be a free agent this year? Because that's like nah, nah. Player. Just just any any player. Um. Okay, give me one sec. Broncos, you said, right? Yeah, Broncos. I mean, I'd usually say Fant, but I don't want to take stuff away from. Oh, Javante. Oh, but we do have Najee. See, I was a Javante Williams fan. Um, oh, very good safety. Justin Simmons. Oh, it's easy. What am I talking about? Patrick Sertain the second. Yeah, of course. True, the cornerback. Oh, let's do that again. What player from this from this team? And that was a cool one. What player from this team do you want for the Steelers that you know that would make our team better? Uh the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh Devin Lloyd. No, hands down. No question. And also, uh, Sam Oliver says for the for the Broncos one, uh, Jerry Judy is a good is a good receiver. Oh, I actually, it's funny, you said Sam. I looked at Judy and I'm like, uh, but there's no point having Judy if you got Deontay. So, yeah, mm, that's true. All right, another one. Do, do you want to give? Yeah, you're just so addicted to this wheel. Uh, um, what about the wheel will be staying on the new touchdown under the wheel will be there. Be very honest for this for this team. In the next ten years, do you think they're going to win a Super Bowl? All right. Okay. Oh, geez, that's one very ten years. Five years would be better, but okay. Nah, I'll do ten. All right. Arizona Cardinals. No. They haven't no. got a coach. No, I don't see it. I don't <laughs> see it. They haven't even got a head coach. I don't I don't even think Kyle Murray will be there in two no. seasons. What you know what's funny about that, right? Everyone's, you know, slagging off picket, but like, look at Murray. Murray's not really a good quarterback, is he? When he's not no size, he's smaller, he, he fumbles a lot, you know what I mean? He can't see over the line, and they went and got him at the number one overall. Was that a big mistake or what? I don't know if it was a big mistake to get number one overall. I think anyone was going to do that. I just don't think that that's, he's the sort of guy that needs a lot of structure. And I don't think people will put around him around structure around him to be successful. So, all, all right. right. Last well, question to close out last, the show. One last one. Is this team better in 2023 than the Steelers out of the uh, 30, 31 teams? Ooh, New England Patriots. No. Yeah, I agree. I think the Steelers are better. I think we're. We're much better. With that, that's going to wrap up this week's Steelers Touch Down Under. It is a weird time, Steelers fans. I know you're looking for your Steelers content. We love the, the audience in the live chat today. We love the audience on the audio side. We will keep the audio side in our new venture as well. In 24 hours or so, you'll be able to Google or like you be able to search in YouTube and find Touch Down Under. We'll be there as well. Um, and we'll continue for the rest of the month with BTSC or, or, the, or the SCN network, as it's now called. We're excited for what's to come. Enjoy the Super Bowl, uh, you know, if you're going to watch it. Um, and, hey, in some cool way, uh, Steelers is going to end up winning the Super Bowl. So, yeah. Yeah, go Hargraves. <laughs> <laughs> we'll leave it with that. Instead of go Steelers, go Hargraves. <laughs> Thank you.